Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, I have a fellow parentpreneur on the show, and I love interviewing other parents, especially other parents who are passionate about family, passionate about travel, and passionate about family travel. Uh, so uh, Tawana, our guest today, actually has a great site called The Mums Guide to travel. Uh, so we're going to be finding out about her, her family, about her travels, about her business, and much more. So Tawana, to start off with, uh, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you want to share more about yourself uh, for the people who are listening and watching right now. Hi, how are you? And I apologize beforehand with the children background. It's summertime. They're home from school today. Well, summer camp today. It's Friday. So no telling what you're going to hear in the background. But anyway, um, so let me go back to my question. So anyway, I have two kids, two boys, 9 and 13. And um, I started traveling with them pretty much from an early age. Uh, it was important to me to get them to travel from an early age. Uh, just because that was not my experience. I didn't really kind of get into traveling until I think my grandmother took me somewhere. Probably, I want to say it's in my teens was when I first uh, started traveling. So I just wanted to uh, get them into that early. And so I got them their passports when they were babies and stuff like that. But anyway, my site, Mom's Guide to Travel, I started that website in 2008. And the what was the genesis of that? Um, the impetus for me starting that website, one day I was watching the Travel Channel and I saw like Anthony Bourdain and Samantha Brown um, and uh, I can't remember his name, the guy that eats all the food stuff. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Andrew Zimmerns. Andrew Zimmerns. And I'm seeing them travel all over the world. And at the time, Samantha Brown didn't have any children. And I was like, you know what? I need someone to show me how do you do that with children? Right, because it was I had my second son at that time. That was two thousand and eight, and I knew how to do it with one, but I didn't know how to do it with like strapped with two kids. So I was like, I want a travel show, and I want to show how you do it with two kids. And so I actually started working with um, a woman. She was a friend of mine. She actually was my coach to say, Hey, you know what? If you can conceptualize it. Uh, let's see what that looks like if you put it down on paper. So that's really kind of how Mom's Guide to Travel started. And I started showing uh, mothers how they could strap their two kids with them, no matter what age they were, but specifically if they were younger kids and still travel the world beyond just like Disney World or an amusement park. I wanted to show them you could go anywhere and you didn't have to uh, subscribe to this old way of thinking that you can't see the world until your kids graduate from college. I was like, that's so silly. Like, we're not promised tomorrow. We don't know if we're gonna have, you know, tomorrow. So why not do it and show them the world now? And at that time, 2008, uh, the blogging space isn't as um, big as it is now and definitely not the family travel blogging space. There were very, very few of us at that time. So I found a little, you know, niche market for myself and that's how Mom's Got to Travel was born. It's an amazing site. I had a chance to look at it before the interview. Uh, you have a great resource about how families can actually save travel and uh, take their travels further. So tell us a little bit about that and about the budget side of saving money while you're on the road. 
So, um, yeah, if you go to Mom's Guide to Travel uh, and you go look at the blog on inside the, um, the sidebar, you will see that I do have a book uh, that is how to Mom's Guide to Saving Money. <laughs> shameless plug mom's got to saving money on family travel 10 simple strategies to help you vacation more and this is you know geared more towards not necessarily i would say travel bloggers um per se but the regular lay person the regular mom and pop because what i found was that people were asking me those questions well how do i do it aside from me saying hey you know i'm on a press trip and so obviously that part is being taken care of before i started writing for publications and doing it for press trips this is how i did it and the main thing is is to hey, you've got to figure out what that budget is. You've got to figure out like how much is this trip going to cost me and then figure out what part of the year you want to go and then do a little bit of math. So if you know that you want to go in the summertime and your trip is going to cost you, I don't know, $6,000 uh, and, you know, it's, 12 months from now, we'll then divide 6,000 by 12. That's how much money that you need to be saving, putting aside per month. Now, this is without thinking about points or rewards cards or anything like that, just hard numbers. You know, let's look at the numbers. If it's going to cost you $12,000, how long is it going to take you to raise $12,000 if you don't have that at your disposal or if you aren't using a credit card to fund your travels. Cause I, I never, I'm a person who <laughs> wants to use the hard cash and not have the debt from a vacation. So um, that's kind of what I advise people who come to me and say that they want to do this expensive trip, but they don't necessarily have the money right now. So you can do it. You just need to plan for it. So that's kind of like some of the stuff that I talk about in the book, but then I also give them, strategies for saving money like you know choosing the countries that you're going to go to that's you know pers a perspective to think about don't go to sweden sweden's really expensive maybe you need to go to like um an asian country a, a so southeast asian country where it's going to be less expensive maybe you don't necessarily go overseas maybe you stay within the country that you're in and you take a drive to like if you're in the united states the next state or if you're in europe you can just take a hop on a plane so there's ways to do it um I just want to empower parents to do it and not feel like it's out of reach for them. You just need to, you know, be strategic about it. What time of the year are you going to travel? Do you have a points card? Um, are you going to stay in an apartment versus a hotel? You know, that way you can save money on how much you spend on food. Uh, are you going to travel with a group? That way you spend money, you know, save money on the price of your accommodation. Are you going to take public transportation? So it's all of these things that families can think about in order to save money on their travel. And I actually have a Facebook group that I think it's like money saving travelers. I'm in so many groups and have so many groups. I can't remember, but I do have a Facebook group for, um, you know, parents, people who want to save money on their family travel. I'm trying to think of what that group is. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm also in so many Facebook groups. I lose track. Not only am I in a lot of them, I'm actually running a few of them as well. So uh, I can relate on that front too, Tawana. Uh, tell us about some of your favorite travel experiences. You've traveled us, uh, you know, uh, across Central America, several places in the U.S. and beyond. Uh, tell us about some of your favorite uh, memories and experiences that really resonate 
and uh, you know, uh, leave lasting memories on you? Um, so one of my favorite destinations, I have a couple of favorites and I haven't, you know, probably haven't traveled ex as extensively as you maybe, I don't know. Uh, but it's all relative and it's all dependent on what you want to see. But, you know, I usually go to London every November, um, like one of the coldest times of the year to go, but I just go every November. I do like London quite a bit. It reminds me of New York. I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn originally born and raised there and so uh, london as a cosmopolitan city i like going there um just in the fall i love going there in the fall uh but other favorite destinations of mine are include costa rica in costa rica um the first time i went i actually went with my sister uh the first time i really kind of got into discovering costa rica i had to write an article for the travel channel this is probably Mm, 2014 maybe and had to do a bit of research and um prior to that early in 2013 i told my husband hey we should really take the family to costa rica because i'd seen some some advertisements for it and then wrote that article on travel channel and i was like okay i need to go to costa rica so i went in 2015 with my sister and loved it and then started actually doing like trips for women for moms to costa rica so now i take women to costa rica with me who want to travel which is really cool and um now nicaragua nicaragua my first time going to nicaragua was um actually last november via costa rica did a day trip with the ladies that i took with me and then i went again in may may i think was the next time that i went to nicaragua and um had a lovely time and i just want to explore more about nicaragua it's a it's a, an emerging destination for tourism uh, so it's a good time to go because everyone's not going there just yet i do believe that's going to change very quickly and pricing is really good so you really can get value for your dollar if you uh, travel to Nicaragua. So those are some of my um, favorite destinations. You know, you're a traveler. That kind of like swaps in and out. Like, ah, this month you like this destination. This, you know, it's so it, it changes. And that's the great thing is that, you know, if you have the ability to do it, you can change what's your favorite destination for the moment. But those are those are who I'm I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> it's so it's funny so you say that because, because yeah, right, right now, now at the time of the interview, we're actually in Medellin, Colombia. Now it's our favorite country, and next <laughs> week, next month, we'll be in Ecuador. Maybe that will be our favorite country. Two months ago, in South Africa. So yeah, it definitely changes based on where you are at, and uh, you're actually state of mind because you could be in the most beautiful place in the world, but yep. if you're fighting with your spouse or fighting with your kids and your finances are tight, then actually you might hate it. Uh, so it's definitely more than just the place; it's also your state of being. Exactly. My husband went to a Columbia Medellin, I think it was in um, April. I think it was in April. So he, he actually went before me, uh, which is funny. And that's kind of like how we sort of manage our traveling. We do our, um, we do our family trips. And then I do, of course, like my mom trips or my business trips. And then he does his like guys trips. And then we'll do like one couple's trip a year uh, because he has a traditional job. So he works for the government. So he, he like, we're not that like nomad family <laughs> that can go live in destination. Um, but uh, maybe one day, but I don't know. But even also my youngest son, um, he has some medical needs that require us to be stateside, to stay stateside. So that's, a, you know, another reason why we kind of have to uh, 
do our traveling in a certain way that works for our family. Yeah, you know, uh, tell us a little bit more about that uh, element, actually, because a lot of parents uh, might have uh, either a son with a medical issue or a health issue or even allergies, and that actually prevents them from traveling. Uh, I can think of a few examples even now of my friends who've yeah. actually limited travels because of that, if you don't mind sharing more about that. Sure. Um, so, you know, you just have to be a bit more strategic and intentional about the places that you go and the times of the year that you go. Uh, so, uh, so my son has autism, but he also uh, was diagnosed with leukemia in 2012. And so he's in remission now, thank God. But you know, when you have a critical illness, especially something like a cancer, there are just certain destinations you cannot take your child. Uh, that's just the reality of it. And there's also certain destinations that you can't go. So when you're in treatment, so, you know, any places where we have to get live vaccines, we couldn't go. Um, so, you know, anywhere in sort of like Africa or some places in India or Southeast Asia, those, those are just off limits. And you're you have to be okay with that. I mean, it doesn't last forever, but it's just your reality. Um, and then of course, obviously you can't take your child. So you need to be uh, cognizant of what the disease outbreaks might be at the time or what sort of vaccines you would need or your child would need and obviously not go to those places. Now, does it mean that you can't travel with your child? No, you just you know, especially with the leukemia, you know, we had to make sure that we went somewhere where there was a hospital like nearby because we, you know, we still try to do things, but we stayed within this mid-Atlantic area. And again, um, cognizant of, well, maybe we shouldn't travel in the wintertime because the wintertime is a time of year where you're more susceptible to germs, the immune system is fighting a bit more, you know, you're cold. Um, and so you have higher, uh, higher, uh, high occasion of maybe getting a fever or something like that. And fevers can be really dangerous. Now, if your child has like um, gluten-free certain diets or allergies, then you've got to be, especially if it's like a peanut peanut allergy, then you've got to be really mindful of some of those Southeastern Asian countries and even African countries that use a lot of nut as a base in their cooking or in their oil. So it's just a bit more research. It's not impossible. You just have to do that more, much more research and it's okay. And be fine with the fact that that's your reality and nothing lasts forever and that there are ways to sort of get around it. And then if your child has like autism or special needs, you know, some parents feel constrained that maybe they can't go on the plane because their child can't deal with the noise or they have to get up and move around. My son does really good on the plane, really well on the plane. I was actually really surprised with it. I know here in the United States, there are some cities that do, they do um, like test days at the airport where you can actually go and you can, you take your child and you go through the whole process of flying but you just don't fly. So again, that's something that you can, you know, look into. I think Boston has done it. Uh, Baltimore had said that they were going to uh, do it. I'm not sure if they did it, but it's kind of like a, I don't know if they call it an autism day, but it's, it's a program that uh, airlines and some airports do to help families get a little bit more comfortable. Maybe you need to put headphones on your child. Maybe cruising is better. Maybe driving is better. Again, it's research and it's also pushing the envelope a little bit and just kind of training your child up to be comfortable with it. 
So I'm sorry I like rambled on about that, but I'm passionate about it because I don't want no. don't want parents to feel like they can't. They might no. just have to do it in a different way. That's all. No, uh, thank you for sharing those tips. I think that's going to be super valuable for the people uh, listening and watching who are struggling uh, with the health issues, the allergy issues. So thanks for that, Tawana. I I'm curious about the financial side of things. Uh, you know, you do several different things. Like most entrepreneurs, we have multitaskers, uh, you know, multiple streams of income. Uh, walk us through some of your major income streams, Tawana. So my major income streams include, um, like I said, doing the retreats. So doing the retreats for women, uh, they... Of course, they pay for their own travel and I help them negotiate that, but they also pay for actually coming on the retreats with me. And that's a new uh, business developing business. Uh, since I started this business, I have been doing sort of the digital marketing for the brands. And I'm pulling away from that a little bit, but I do still get uh, compensated to do blog posts or some social media for brands. I don't do a lot of uh those jobs anymore because my focus is more on coaching women, coaching women entrepreneurs, because that's really my background. My background is in finance and, you know, more analytical stuff. Hey, I'm still, I'm on it. I told you we were going to have, we we're going to have some, uh, <laughs> that's my son. We we're going to have some um, company. Uh, so between that and of course a little affiliates here and there, affiliate stuff here and there, it's really important for me to have <laughs> multiple streams of income, but, um, all of those different things. So the retreats, the, uh, private coaching, group coaching, the sponsorships and, uh, uh, digital marketing, and then the affiliate marketing. I think that's, I think that's everything. Yeah. And, uh, you know, no worries about your son. Actually, uh, I could totally relate because I'm a dadpreneur. Actually, my son, uh, if you're watching this, is actually crashed out right behind me. Uh, so he's, uh, he's uh, just uh, crashed out. He actually has a, a cool Batman logo in the back of his head there, as you can see. And uh, he's just resting. So, oh, there he is. Hey, you're not resting. You're awake. <laughs> How are you, Ryan? <laughs> uh, so any, anyway, uh, you know, uh, as a, a mom, as a dad who's a working mom and dad, uh, you know, that's part of the journey is uh, having kids bouncing around you, having them throw tantrums in the middle of a podcast interview. And I can do that. I can relate to that as a host and as a guest. So all good uh, on that front, Tawana. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your vision going forward. Uh, you know, you've established yourself as a uh, successful social media influencer, a travel blogger, uh, you know, doing the retreats, et cetera. Self going um, in terms of your, your life, your family, your family travels, your business in the next few months and years to come? So, you know, it's so interesting that you asked me that question because you know, this week I've been really thinking about, you know, being intentional, um, making sure that I am shining for people the way I, I need to shine for them and not uh, being stingy with my journey. It's important for me to share that journey with other people, because as you said, there are parents and families that you know that need to know how they can do this. How can they have a specific lifestyle? And so what I have, uh, what I do know is true is that they, 
that I do have things to offer in regards to sharing that journey with parents and in regards to sharing processes and systems that moms in particular need to put in place in order to, whether it's building a business as a caregiver or whether it is finding a way to do some sort of solo travel or group travel in order to have clarity in your life, in order to have clarity to build the business. And so for me, it's important to make sure that I am putting myself out there in a bigger way right now. So speaking more, uh, I spoke earlier this year. Have you heard of Traverse? Traverse in London, I spoke. Um, yeah, Traverse is a travel uh, a travel influencer conference um, and they usually have it in the UK. I think next year it's in Rotterdam. So anyway, um, that one I spoke specifically about doing live video for travel, um, travel content creators. But uh, my message actually needs to go needs to be shared more with female uh, mom entrepreneurs who want to do certain things, who might be under certain constraints, whether it is build, building a business as a caregiving mom or building a business just as a female entrepreneur, a mom entrepreneur in general. And then of course, the side of it, which is actually traveling with me uh, to retreats to do sort of that, you know, marketing and technology piece that's hard to do when you're home. You've got all of these other distractions going on around you. So that's really the direction that I'm going in now. I mean, I'll still keep my foot in the door to write the travel blog here and there, you know, the uh, travel article here and there. I still keep my relationships with uh, 10 Best USA Today, which is who I used to write for before, um, as well as Travel Channel. Cause you know, I think it's still important to um, not pull away completely from that. But, um, you know, obviously those avenues are really good to make sure that you're maintaining your influence <laughs> and that people are seeing you. So anyway, Asad, welcome everyone to my house. <laughs> I, I almost wanted to interview your son about his, if he wants to join the show, he's welcome to come in and share. Hey, Asad, how are you doing? He's limited verbally, so he wouldn't. Oh, okay, no worries. Yeah. Here you go. Good to see you. Good to see he you. How to say, I, can you say hi? Uh -huh. No, he's on there. Hello. Say hi to him there. Uh -huh. Okay. Hello. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Is it on? This is my son. Here, Asad. That's my son there. Where is he? Look, there's his son right there. Do you see him? Say hi. Uh -huh. Oh, that's yeah, Hello, nice. Ryan. And Asad is gone. <laughs> that was his debut. <laughs> on camera debut. Over. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Asad, live on air across to the millions and millions and millions of people around the world. That's awesome. So, uh, Tawana, to end off here, uh, why didn't you share about how people can connect with you? Uh, you have a few different, uh, you know, resources online, everything from the book we mentioned earlier, to the blog, to the website, to your retreats, uh, to your Facebook groups, to your <laughs> flipboards, social media, and much, much, much more. Walk us through how people can connect. So I think the easiest way is to just Google my name, quite honestly. No, but um, I mean, um, if they go to tawannabsmith.com, uh, that is a way that they can um, get to Mom's Guide to Travel or get to my digital marketing website, or if they need to schedule, um, they need like coaching or schedules, uh, account not accountability, but a discovery session with me. Uh, that is a good platform. 
for them to be able to get to me in all of those different areas. And again, you know, depending on whatever social platform people are on, you type in Tawana B. Smith and you will find me, whether that's on Periscope, whether that's on Facebook, whether that's on Twitter, Instagram, um, I think Google Plus, uh, YouTube, <laughs> you can find me there. But um, any of the things where you, you know, sort of want to find out how you can go deeper with me on a journey, uh, whether that's a journey for your business or whether that's a journey, physical journey, uh, definitely go to TawanaBSmith.com. Asai will not be there. <laughs> can you turn on the light, please? <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, yeah, you know, it was a lot of fun, uh, you know, uh, talking with you as a mom, uh, but also having your, your son popping out. Uh, I think uh, that's the joy of parenting uh, is that you go through the challenges of having your kids uh, play with and scream. Uh, ultimately, you get to travel with them and create lasting memories, not only for yourself, but for your entire family. So we do what we do, right, Tuana? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. So adorable. Uh, so thanks again for joining us today, Tawana. And, uh, you know, we'll have those links below uh, for those of you who are listening or watching. The, if you're watching, it'll, they'll be on the YouTube description. If you're listening, they'll be on iTunes. Uh, so make sure you, uh, you know, uh, connect with Tawana. She's a wealth of experience and expertise in the area of family travel and uh, budget travel. And if you're interested in, uh, you know, uh, any of that, reach out. Um, so thanks again for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery. And uh, we know, I know, you've got a lot of insight into family travel. And we'll catch up with you on the next episode. Happy travels, everyone. And thanks to Wana. Bye.